Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Joining me right now is Caitlin Young. She will be returning to MMA competition on August 12th at Rising 12 versus King Reyna. How are you doing, Caitlin? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Um, thank you for your time. I know it's kind of early out there. Yeah, it's okay. I've been up for a while, so no big deal. All right. Now, on top of Muay Thai, you have been keeping yourself busy the last couple of years as the matchmaker for Invicta FC. How rewarding is it to be a part of such a, just such a respected organization? It's pretty incredible. It's, um, you know, it's been a great working with the athletes and then also working under Shannon Knapp, who's been in the business a very long time. Um, and it's been fun kind of seeing it first as an athlete for Invicta and then on the other side of the table. Um, so it's, it's really been awesome. And it's, I think, helped my understanding of the fight industry in, the, in general quite a bit. Many people think that you just pick fighters and they fight, you, but there's a lot that goes into the job. What obstacles did you face or do you face while putting matchups together? Oh, absolutely. I mean, a lot of matchmaking is putting out fires. Um, you know, there are injuries, pregnancies, all kinds of stuff. Um, and it's just a part of a part of the job. So you get used to it and having to uh, problem solve. But that's actually also what makes it fun. You know, in a sense, is okay. How can we fix this issue or this problem? You know, what what options do we have? And that's kind of uh, the part that makes it interesting, I suppose. Well, you're in the middle of camp right now, and there are there's an Invicta event very soon, so it must mm -hmm. be very hectic for you to be at practice and getting phone calls. And how do you handle all of that? How do you balance that out? Sometimes, well, if we're lucky, we we do have like a really solid team at Invicta. So if if somebody's tied up with something, you know, other people help, and and that they've certainly helped me. Like when I'm preparing for a fight, uh, oddly, usually fight week is a little bit more quiet for us. It's the hubbub is before. You know, last week we had uh, a couple fighters that were injured, unfortunately. So you know, it's finding replacements and all the communication and that sort of thing. And uh, is the biggest deal, but it's part of the reason I like to practice so early in the morning and by the time everyone else is up, I'm done and available, usually. You were spotted at the Tough 28 tryouts. When did mm -hmm. you decide to make your comeback? You know, it's something I had been thinking about for a while and, um, you know, it's starting to get more, more and more difficult to get Muay Thai fights, you know, here in the States. It's there, there really aren't a lot of opportunities or a lot of women doing it. Um, and the cost to bring somebody in can be prohibitive at times. So I think really, um, I had kind of been tossing around the idea in a, oh, someday I'll probably come back to MMA sort of way. And then about two weeks before my last Muay Thai fight, I heard that they were doing 145 tryouts. I was like, well, this is it. Uh, especially as you had mentioned, working with Invicta, 
there aren't a lot of organizations I would like to fight for um, that aren't either, you know, a conflict. Obviously, I'm working there, so that would be a conflict. So um, UFC was one of, one of the options. The fight that you're going to compete in against King Reyna was announced before the roster for the next season was released. Did you have a feeling that the show was not in your future? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they had only asked, I didn't actually end up even staying after the first day the tryout went well, but uh, you know, I think they're, they were looking for some, some specific things. It was kind of interesting who they, they decided to take, but, um, you know, it's good television is what they're after for sure. So. Yes, that is the word. Interesting. Who good, they picked. Yeah, exactly. I had a pretty good idea that, okay, moving on, you know, yeah. this is a good work. Um, in another interview, you stated that you really, you really hit your stride. Could you elaborate on that a little bit? Um, you know, I just, to sum it up, I'm, I'm in a very different place mentally. I'm older, I'm more experienced and, um, I've had, I've, I've had consistently for a long time now, the sort of performances I want to have, you know, um, and I haven't, I think it's really easy, especially early on to let certain things, you know, bother you, you know, injuries, you're sick or whatever, and getting to a point where it, it all, it all doesn't matter. I still fight to my ability that day, every time. And that's where, that's where I feel like I am today. In the time away from the cage, were you always training the other aspects of MMA or were you solely focused on Muay Thai? Uh, I was solely focused on Muay Thai, but I would like to add a caveat to that. And then um, Muay Thai with full clinch is not as far away from MMA as people often think, I think. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it, it, the throws, it's pretty mm -hmm. crazy. Like, right, uh, it's, it's yeah. stand-up grappling. Yeah, so exactly. I was are... I was in Thailand not too long ago, and I oh okay. So you know, where'd you go? Yeah. Uh, I went to Phuket, Bangkok. You know the normal spots. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. So you know, going there and watching that, you realize more clearly that there's a lot of grappling going on in the stand-up mm -hmm. clinch. Absolutely. So it's interesting. What's really fascinating uh, that I wasn't expecting is how the it's it still the clinch is still like a grappling sort of conditioning and how that that is felt very different because we we clinch frequently you know daily when we were getting ready for tie boxing fights so yeah there there's been more overlap than i even had anticipated almost four years you've been absent from mma competition you chose ryzen why the japanese promotion all the way across the planet Oh, you know, I think, I really do think it's almost every fighter's dream to fight in Japan at one point. Every, every great fighter has had a, a time in Japan, you know, a time period where they were fighting in Japan, uh, no matter where they end up, right? So um, I'd always wanted to go to Japan. My manager had fought over there quite a bit, Nick the Goat Thompson. Um, he fought in Sengoku, a couple of other organizations, and um, it's something I've always wanted to experience for myself. I hear it's amazing. I hear the fans are awesome. Um, so it was one, and I knew they were 
promoting a young woman who was about my size. So it was one that, that was definitely on my radar when I was thinking about coming back to MMA. How did this fight with Reina get put together though? Like, did they contact you or were you more, you know, in contact with you? Yeah, I reached out to Shingo. Directly? uh, Yep. Oh, so you've had a relationship with Shingo then? Uh, You know, interestingly, I think we were just Facebook friends and I I just reached out and asked for his email and then I sent him an email about it. So. Well, it shows you, hey, you could get a fight. You just got to reach out. (laughs) (laughs) right gotta be willing right exactly how long has your training camp been and was it a struggle to get your body adjusted to the wear and tear of you know training multiple times a day wrestling and all those other you know aspects no you know when i'm getting ready for tie boxing fights i was training uh i had a very heavy training load so that has not been super different really um i mean it's different in that I'm obviously grappling on the ground and whatnot, but uh, as far as the training load, it's, it's, it's been about the same. I've been fortunate to be very, very active uh, the last couple of years. A lot of my fights had been overseas, you know, um, but it, I had been there, there was a period there where I was fighting, you know, seven, seven or eight times a year or so right around there. So, um, you know, with that, you just kind of keep rolling. Speaking of, you know, going overseas, are you used to, you know, going to different time zones and do you adjust quickly to the, to the atmosphere when you get to another country? Yes. Um, I've had several fights that way. I like to sleep on sort of a dual schedule. I believe Tokyo is, or Nagoya is about 14 hours ahead of us. (laughs) um so it won't be won't be crazy different than than when i've gone to fight in thailand um but i usually like to sleep for a few hours at night and a few hours during the day in between my because i train in the morning and evening um and i've found that that is really helpful when going to fight in europe or asia um because you know whenever you would fight there would have been a training time around that time anyway in your own schedule so uh, luckily, I've been on that for some years now, that, that type of sleep and training schedule. What has been the focus of your training camp? Um, you know, I've, I'm, I'm working in phases on this one. But, uh, you know, obviously, like, getting back on the ground and just, it's you know, becoming uh, familiar with it again, though, that was really my goal almost immediately after my last bout. Uh, which was May 12th, is just, okay, you know, getting back into into the MMA groove, so to speak, but with some new tools. You fought many of your fights at Bantamweight, but this mm-hmm. fight coming up is closer to featherweight. What are the yep. advantages you see in yourself at 65 kg or featherweight? So I've been fighting over one for, about 140 or over uh, the last few years. When I was, you know, 21 years old, it was a little easier to make the lighter weight. And, and it does get more difficult um, as you get older. That said, I, I, I think there is a muscle mass element there. You also hit harder in your 30s. Uh, so I think for me, it'll be good. I'll, I'll go in feeling healthy and strong. I was doing a pretty sizable weight cut to hit 135, even, even at that young age. I mean, I would be, you know, between 147 and 149 on the Monday before making weight on, on Friday. 
So um, I'm walking a little heavier, but not crazy heavier. So I think I'll, I'll, I'll actually probably be feeling stronger than I ever did at Bantamweight. Do you feel like you're hitting the hardest now in your career? Absolutely. For sure. Like without a doubt. King Reina, she's an inst interesting character in the Japanese MMA scene. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. you've seen the videos and her uh -huh. skull, you know, her look and her demeanor. What are your oh thoughts on her as an opponent? I, I loved the, uh, the giant lollipop and the photo at the press conference. We were, we were cracking up over that. Um, you know, I think, I think she's talented uh, and she's young you know um and there, there there are things that can be taken advantage of when you fight a young person and, and benefits they have to being young um but uh you know i think it'll be a fun fight definitely do you have anything planned you know she has the lollipop do you have anything <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny is uh you know i'm known as the striking viking and i have this beautiful custom viking axe that was made for me by cold steel knives but I don't think there's any way I'm going to get on the plane with that. <laughs> so we'll see what I can come up with. I'm still working on it. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the face off with her with the lollipop and you with the, with the ax or something. That'll be awesome. <laughs> right. Um, on paper, people are going to look at this matchup and say, Hey, it's a striker versus a grappler. Do you mm -hmm. agree with this notion? <laughs> In terms of our strong suits, yes. Um, but I've also I've been apart from Thai boxing. I I did jujitsu eight years outside of that. So um, I, I don't know that somebody who's done jujitsu eight years is a non grappler. Yeah. With the win at Ryzen Twelve, what do you prove to yourself? I know you don't have nothing to prove to anybody else, but what do you prove to yourself? There's some changes I've made uh, in my game and performances that I want to prove to myself that I can transfer to MMA. And that's what's on the line for me here. All right. August 12th, Ryzen 12. Caitlin Young will face King Reyna. I'm very excited. I think, I think we'll put on a great show for them. All right. Thank you for your time, Caitlin. Thank you so much.